Our next pie is one of my very favorites. It's a key lime pie in a graham cracker crust. Key limes are known for their intense aroma and their tart juiciness. This is a key lime, very small, thin-skinned, and gives about 45% juice from a squeezing from the volume of the lime itself. That's a very high ratio of juice to pulp. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on Like we always do about this time. Boom. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 346 of the Orange Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me, right next to this lovely Build-A-Bear Stormtrooper doll that came from my deceased mother's house, is the brown recluse, Mr. Artrail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. Guys, what the fuck is going on? Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. And uh, use promo code AMERICA at checkout to receive 15% off. Guys, they got everything your heart desires. It's fucking New Year's Eve, dude. Can you believe it? It doesn't feel like it. Dude, it still feels like it should be like 4th of July time. Dude, I feel like Halloween just started. (laughs) Isn't Halloween tomorrow or something? Yeah. I'm just not in... I've never been a New Year's Eve guy. but But if you are a New Year's guy or gal... Drink some of that nitro cold brew. That shit will keep you up yeah. past midnight. If you're like me, you will probably be in bed by like 9 p.m. tonight. You know, fall asleep watching like, you know, you know, New Housewives of New York or whatever, some shit like that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You know what? I woke up. I, I fell asleep. We were watching some car show because like me and my girl were literally into like renovation car shows. So I fell asleep. I was like, cool. We're both into this. But I fell asleep watching it. And I woke up, and she was watching Young Shelton, dude. I was like, oh. what in the fuck? She's like, it's pretty funny. And I was like, man. Art's I'm, single now, everybody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're pretty cool. You do have some flaws. Like, she likes corny stuff. But anyways, guys, use promo code America at checkout. If you guys want to binge some Young Shelton, need to stay awake, use promo code America to check out to get some of that nitro cold brew sent your way. Ooh. I'm still recovering after it. Yeah. Man. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, that. yeah. That's a that was a huge blow when I found out she was into Young Sheldon. Hey, we might and, have to cheat on her in the new year. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? And just be like, we're we're even now, okay? Like you owe me one. <laughs> <laughs> I get a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Anika, you're a lovely, wonderful yeah. young woman. 
But anyways, with that said, think, think, uh, speaking of lovely young women, guys, I need everyone to head on over to SucraApparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So Christmas is over. So if you got to get somebody a gift that you forgot about or they got you a gift, I hate that situation where they get you a gift and you didn't even bother getting them a gift or whatever, right? So you got to make give them a makeup gift kind of thing and then you look like an asshole because it's late and they know it's late or whatever. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, guys, head on over to SucraApparel.com. Get those people uh, a, a late Christmas present um, that they'll surely love. It's something that they can wear all throughout the year and whatnot. And look excellent. Look cool. Um, but before you hit checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code ART and Jacob, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase price. But ART, we are not here to talk about how your girlfriend has a major fucking flaw and likes watching Young Shelton, yeah. which is a precursor for even worse show called The Big Bang Theory. And if you're a Big Bang Theory person... You can fuck the hell up out of my life. I, I think about it where I'm like, you know what? I've made her watch Birdemic multiple times. She watched The Room, which Ross thought it was one of the best movies ever. I like The Room. Don't get me wrong. I've been down with The Room since day one. Yeah, you are. You but are. uh, but I also understand that you know it's it's considered a bad movie for a reason. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I mean, maybe I I don't know. You know. You know Maybe I'm calling a spade a spade here, but and maybe Tucker is, sh- is, sh- is, sh- is Young Shelton the trade off for Birdemic? I don't know. I do. I do want to thank her for watching it while I was asleep. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm thankful for that that I didn't get that shit soaked into my into the ethos <laughs> of who I am. But. That might that might be why you had to cancel recording yesterday. Actually, yeah, to yeah. be honest with you, it wasn't the bum that jumped out. It was, yeah, it was the bullshit. It, it might have been the fucking thing that cured me, bro. Yeah. I feel. I feel. I, honestly, I woke up this morning. I was like, I'm in a pretty good mood. I woke up at like 4 a.m. this morning. I was like, you know what? I also woke up to watch Arsenal lose, fucking embarrass <laughs> the shit out of themselves. But, um, but you know what? Maybe Young Shelton was that fucking cure all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, corn. Bottle it and put it on the shelf at CBS. There Just are bad, peop- bad CBS comedies. There are people who have never heard this podcast before. They're like, oh, dude, we're gonna cover that key lime pie mystery. Cool. And then all of a sudden we're talking about Young Shelton. The episode she was watching last night was about Young Shelton's mom not believing in God. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know they talked about shit. I thought they were talking about like Young Shelton got his dick stuck in a mayonnaise jar or something. <laughs> like. But anyways, not to spoil what we're talking about today, but this is the Coochie's uh, Key Lime Pie mystery. Some people call it the Key Lime Pie mystery. Some call it Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie mystery. I'll let Jacob decide when he writes it on the fucking algorithm for for uh, the Instagrams, what he wants to call it, but it's all over the place. Yeah, I know. When you pitched this topic, I thought it was going to be something way more pornographic because the way you wrote it out was Captain Coochies. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's you know about what? time, I, I man. Use, I Lisa use Ann is going to get a lot of love on oh, this dude. one. Lisa Dude, have you watched Stobby's? New stand-up? I haven't. I he has I, a joke in there about Lisa Ann. And oh, I was like, shit. oh, dude, this guy fucking jerks off to the shit I jerk <laughs> off to. Dude, uh, and I promise, guys, we'll get into the actual topic. I, there's nothing I hate more yeah. than people that bullshit around for a while. Yeah, like, sorry, South Silver King fans. And yeah. Shit, yeah. But they bullshit for a while before yeah. they get to the actual topic, and I got to hear their unful, unfunny bullshit. But uh, Tyler, who, who's been on here for a lot of our football episodes and whatnot, uh, I was trying to get him to launch a podcast a couple years back uh, before COVID. And um, I was like, well, let's do some test runs here on, you know, some episodes. See if you got, see if you got it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. See if you can fucking hang in these waters or whatever called the podcast game. 
And um, we would do like kind of Patreon-esque style, you know, um, podcast mm-hmm. and like they would all start off with like hey do you think the Dodgers have enough payroll to cover you know uh, the contracts for uh, Cody Bellinger and uh, and then it, but it would always divulge into like pornography and I was like <laughs> dude we should just like make a podcast called like <laughs> porn bros <laughs> basically like bang so, bros uh, <laughs> the like, podcast yeah mutual girlfriends or whatever right because everybody like has their favorite porn stars or whatever but like that became like the bulk of the podcast it was like you like lisa ann i like lisa ann yeah. uh, but i only like riley reed's videos when she does this yeah. but i only like these videos when uh jennifer white when she's like this but i don't like it when she does gangbangs because that's just disgusting yeah. and like like we're all like yeah yeah and it's like man we climax to the exact same shit. Like you know, you know what's so funny? I uh, I sent um, uh, an Alex Cole thing to uh, you and Jordan. Jordan, and Jordan was like, "You like Alex Cole?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, dude, like one of my favorites." And like we were both like fans, you know, you know, we were both fans of of her work. But I will say there is one video, and I'm sorry to make myself like sound like a pervert here on you know people. Hopefully, my family doesn't listen to this shit. But yeah. uh, she does have one video where she plays like an adopted stepdaughter, and like she hooks up with her like stepdad, and I and I watched that video, and, and like I have to get through it, you know, I have to do my research on what she was up to, but. That was one of the few times where I was like, oh, I'm done. Oh, pretty satisfying. And then I was like, man, that was pretty fucking rough. <laughs> I should probably go to church now. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was like, I can't fuck around with like the videos. Like, so I was like, a lot of times it's like the sound is off or whatever. Like when I know it's like step brother, step mom. Yeah. I'm like, nah, it takes me out of it or whatever. Yeah. But the worst ones are, and I pro- again, I promise you guys, we'll talk about Coochie's key lime pie in a minute yeah. or whatever, right? Not a pornographic episode at all. But the one is that I don't like is like when it's like they start choking them and shit. And I'm like, I can't get behind that. Like oh, yeah, I, I don't call me a Mormon or whatever, right? But like I, I like good old fashioned mutual consensual sexual intercourse. Yeah. I, that seems like the kind. Of, the, the funny thing is like, I, uh, I always like uh, if I do like adult film stars. I always like 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 I've mentioned like April O'Neil. One of my favorites, and and Alex Cole probably like second favorite, B- because there it's kind of a like pretty like standard stuff, but at the same time like it's very like like they're definitely a type like hot girls with glasses and like that sort mm-hmm. of thing, but um and like but that was like a one off video where it's like what was that all about? Who convinced you to do this like one weird uh, video she of had like, to buy, yeah, she, she uh, forgot about some people on Christmas so she needs like, some extra oh, cash. Fuck, I guess I'm going to do that thing where I pretend you know she's like fucking like 29 years old, 30 years old and she's like pretending to be like a 17 year old in that <laughs> video and I'm like I don't know, <laughs> kind of a weird thing, pretty weird. I mean, I don't know. It was a really weird video. Yeah. I recommend everyone, everyone listening to this, go look that video up. <laughs> <laughs> Booster numbers up on the hub or whatever, right? But anyways, Captain Cutchie's Key Lime Pie Mystery. <laughs> yeah. What is this about, Art? Um, This is one of the uh, OG internet rabbit hole mysteries out there. It okay. was one of the first things... You know, I do think that the internet felt a lot like more innocent and like beautiful back then when there were just like internet mysteries and it takes me back to my days before we started doing the podcast where I would just like watch endless amount of YouTube videos of people covering topics like this. And I was always like, That's such a like wacky like topic, like that's so fucking weird. 
Um, and I've always wanted to cover this topic, to be quite honest with oh, you. Okay. I've wanted to cover this topic for a long time, and it just never happened. But essentially what the mystery is, is a, really a gone-out-of-business business restaurant yeah. called Captain Coochie's. Is it Key West? <laughs> I, Key West Cantoria or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's Key what West. the name of the actual restaurant is. People call it Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie uh, because it also served like the world famous Key Lime Pie at their restaurant. And it was a pretty small restaurant. It is a real, it was a real restaurant. Yeah, it was a very like, um, like there's a picture of it that I pulled up online. It looks kind of like, like if you drive past it, you'll miss it kind of place. It kind of looks like a, um, an old timey general store actually. And I'll post yeah. a picture on it on the YouTube if you uh, want to see it and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it just it looks like a whatever, like like the bar from Roadhouse, kind of like within that vein. Yeah, it looks like the t- type of place you stop to just buy beef jerky and pee at. Yeah, on your way to like a different place or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look like the kind of place that would call for this much internet attention as Correct. it, as it yeah. later did. But essentially, that's what it is. It's a restaurant popping, relatively popping back in the nineteen seventies, um, and. Really, I'll be honest with you, the restaurant itself is really not the interesting part of what's going on here. The interesting part is that eventually it goes out of business. And right around 2008, still before I ever heard of this mystery, someone or or maybe some people started spamming the internet with key lime pie reviews about this restaurant yeah and every review basically had a very similar thing saying like this is the best key lime pie this is captain coochie's it's pie gas mix <laughs> different things it, they it, it almost seemed like a like a spam bot was doing this but it was before the era of the spam bot which is kind of mm-hmm. weird and every one of them was kind of different they were never the same thing it wasn't a copy and paste thing it was Every one of them had a different take on, on what they were saying. And what was weird is, is like these, like basically reviews of the restaurant slash reviews of like their burgers slash reviews of the key lime pie, which was like a very consistent topic. These these fucking amateur ass fucking Yelp reviews, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. would pop up like on random like blog sites, random like news sites, uh, random um, you know current affair sites so it, it was like basically like you you see this a lot like you know somebody put like some hot girl lisa ann posts a picture on like instagram or whatever right and like you get like very much a very spam post or whatever like click here you know to increase your penis size or yeah. whatever right and it was kind of like that where it's just like oh, the war in Ham- uh, the war on the gaza strip is increasing or whatever right and then you would get this like two paragraph long uh, review of like Captain Coochie's uh, Key West uh, Cafe. <laughs> you know what this war reminds me of? Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pie. Yeah. yeah. His, his, uh, his Key Lime Pie will, cur- will cure your erectile dysfunction. And yeah. it's just like, and the, they just keep going down like that rabbit hole of that. Yeah, and every single one of them took it to, to that level of like, what is this going on? Eventually it started to grab people's attention and people started going like, "What's going on with this?" Uh, you know, around and it was pretty fast. It was, uh, I guess, the first post that that they could find was back in two thousand nine, and I believe the last post was two thousand sixteen. So a seven year span Correct. of nonstop posting all over different websites. 
even websites where you had to have a password to log into, mm-hmm. it would have like somebody created thousands of logins to different websites to create these reviews. Yeah, so it it basically like it looks like it's a spam bot or whatever, right? But you would have to go through all the like security measures of you have to log into, you know, the email thing. Then you got to do that recapture thing, like where it's like click mm-hmm. on every picture of like a bridge or whatever to Are make sure. Are you a bot? Yeah, yeah, basically, right? So it yeah. actually it goes back to like, oh, this is an actual person posting these posts mm-hmm. on weird and inappropriate websites. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was to the point where it it, it was it, it is this a person who has this much free time on their hand where they can just nonstop keep posting this? Because um, this is going on for several years. I think at some point the uh, they had reached one thousand four hundred messages of, of like things that had had this and i don't know if that was in one year or if that was like the total but that's the mm-hmm. number that i kept finding that's a ton of fucking messages to all be and they're pretty they're not just like go try this pie like we were saying they're pretty complex little stories that they would write every time yeah and it always be by different usernames um <laughs> a lot of times it would be like by you know celebrity name like jimmy buffett for example october 22nd 2009 these cheeseburgers are better than sex where i tell you Cookies Key West Bar and Grill, Asheville, North Carolina. And then it would be like under like another celebrity name. Uh, but the, most of the posts were posted by uh, Jake Carson. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of these accounts uh, would be very generic. But then it would evolve into another account uh, by a Willie Jordan and a Roger Ramjet, which is interesting because uh, one Reddit poster pointed out that a Roger Ramjet was actually a cartoon like from way back in like the 60s or whatnot who in an episode used to put hidden messages in key lime pies. Yeah, pretty pretty interesting stuff. Um, that's when a lot of times, or this is when the story, I don't know if this is when you eventually start looking into things too much and you get start to see messages in the fucking nothingness or whatever. Yeah. What's that one effect you said where you like you can look at a tree and be like, that's a person's face or something? Oh, pareidolia? Yeah, this is like pareidolia, like internet style. Or at a least beautiful it, mind. <laughs> yeah, it, or it starts to feel like that, you know? One of the other ones was the Benny Gambini one that, that, oh. would, that kept popping up, which is a reference to my cousin Benny that would pop up, and he would kind of like talk like him in the text. Like it's like stuff that he would say. In the like messages, this is when the messages got a little more vulgar and started going talking about like uh, penis size and getting orgasms and like <laughs> different like they started to become a little more like you know definitely more sex like it went from being G rated to being PG thirteen rated to like now we're starting to talk about like rated R stuff yeah where uh, these text messages and, and the messages are just like over the top like you know we're talking about hundreds a day so it's like. People did not know what to make of this, especially in 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 that era of the internet, where it's like th- these things are coming on these websites with no backgrounds. I don't think rarely did it ever have a user face to it, like a like a little icon face. Oh, avatar, avatar face to it. So that was the other thing that was like, there's no image to tie it back to to any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then another um, one that they like to do is like they. They would do it like kind of like in an old timey radio announcer 
uh, type of speak like that. We talked about this on the Patreon a couple of weeks ago, like that transatlantic kind of like, see, yeah, you, you're going <laughs> to go off of the Empire State Building and you're going to see thousands of buildings, you see? Yeah. Like it was like the the tone of the, the post would go like that. It would make a lot of baby boomer references as well, like to celebrities, events yeah. and whatnot. So, it, so if it was a person that was posting it, it was obviously an older person that was doing it. Yeah. Um, and that'll lead more into like the conspiracies of like what people people think is going on there and who is doing all these things because there's definitely got to be somebody behind this. Um, and let me let me just go uh, uh, around 2017. This is really when like I think the trolls started to take take notice of this and started posting like their versions of it. Yeah, and it really changed around 2017 where now you have like fucking like. High school students being like, oh, "I'm gonna be edgy and post more of this stuff," and post it like everywhere I see, like a celebrity picture or a fucking teenage mutant ninja turtle review. I'm gonna <laughs> write it on there about key lime pies. Yeah, so a lot it, of copycats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything really changed around 2017. That's people always say like it ended in 2016. Like the mm. original poster stopped in 2016, and, and everything wait, after has been. And the reason why they they know that 2016 is so important is because that's when Reddit started to really take hold of this. And it like a whole subreddit was devoted to like, you know, analyzing mm-hmm. and cataloging basically all of these posts and like, you know, seeing the who, what, when, where of all of this. And um, the person that was making these posts started to say things like, oh, I think we're being watched kind of thing, like within like their key lime pie reviews and whatnot. And then you get a couple of posts, make maybe two or three in 2017, but it pretty much dies out right after then. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the mystery element of it is dying down. And even to this day, it is kind of an unsolved mystery on the internet. Um at this point, I mean, that's pretty much the story. I mean, yeah. that, there's not a lot of what the story is. It's just the internet being bombarded with this one mysterious restaurant, and a, a defunct restaurant, and now there's, like, insane amount of posting. But the theories are really where it runs wild. The theories range from, from is this spy stuff? Or this, is this, like, a number station type scenario? We talked about what was the one we talked about? Um, oh, Lake uh, City Quiet Pills. Yeah, where it was like Lake City Quiet Pills was like an assassins thing, or it was all kinds of different spy versus spy. Um, is it like a code for selling drugs on the internet? Yeah. Uh, even like I thought of like, oh, this is a lot of this is like where Pizzagate gets its legs yeah, too. Yeah, like has a Pizzagate vibe to it. Yeah, like where they're talking in code to talk about something nefarious, like you know, child, you know, prawn and. You know, things like that. And, like, could Key Lime Pie be, you know, code for something illicit like that? And, you know, people just go down that, like you said, like that pareidolia. They start to see things that necessarily aren't there. When, on the surface, it just looks like somebody doing really bad Yelp reviews on inappropriately putting those on sites that have nothing to do with that. And, um you know, a lot of it gets chalked up to like, okay, it must be somebody that was like mentally ill, somebody on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, people start to dig into like, okay, was this Captain Coochie's, you know, Key West Bar and Grill or Cafe or Coocherita, <laughs> Coocheritaville, as one uh, post uh, called it. 
uh, was this actually a real place? And the answer is yes. It was actually a real place in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, it went through a few different names. It opened up as Captain Cookies in 1978, and it closed in 2006. Uh, and it was actually owned by an Oswald Peleus Jr., a.k.a. Captain Coochie, as well as his wife or lover or wh- however you want to do the story, mm-hmm. uh, a Miss Anita Perez, who in some of those posts, uh, they would start to talk about them explicitly like, oh, uh, Miss, Mr. Peleus makes the best key lime pie. He only does the freshest cuts for his hamburgers and his sweet, sweet, sweet Miss piece of ass, Miss Anita Perez. Yeah. You know, like like who bas- was like Miss um was she like not Miss America. Oh really? She had like a Miss whatever, like Miss Wisconsin or something like that. Really? I didn't know that. So she was, you know, she was a beauty pageant thing. And one of the things that when I heard that I was like, All right, dude, imagine like somebody on kind of the spectrum, right? Who yeah. just sees this like really beautiful girl and becomes obsessed with her and her restaurant and all this stuff and basically just becomes that guy who's just like nothing but spamming the internet with it. Mm. I could see how that would be a possibility. And that is one of the big theories that you'll see on the internet where people are saying like that is a huge possibility. Uh, Some dude on the spectrum. Insert picture of Elon Musk here. (laughs) (laughs) So that is that is probably the number one theory. The number two theory, I would say, is a and then shout out to this one website. I apologize, I didn't write down the name of the website, but they had really cool theories broken down. They had this as the number one thing, and it was a a rogue spam bot yeah. just spamming the internet with this. And I will say, I don't want to say like this was in the early days of AI spam spam bot type things, but they seemed a little too well written, like too creative. To do them, to to do that, and like, I don't understand why I would pick this this as like a you know it's it's target of like let's keep targeting Captain Coochie's key lime pie like why? And one of the um the theories about that is the when you talk about the spam bot theory is is maybe the Peleas is they who owned you know Captain Coochie's uh, maybe they paid you know, for that, because that's what a lot of restaurants do, you know, like the sizzler on Mount Vernon isn't doing well. Let's throw some money at, you know, advertising on the internet. And instead of like having, you know, some 17 year old kid, you know, trying to save up gas money or whatnot, do it. Um, we're just going to, you know, pay a spam bot that's going to go around, you know, promoting, you know, our restaurant here, there and everywhere. And maybe they paid for a subscription and that's why in 2006 they go out of business and that it's still posting because they're they're paying for the subscription and <laughs> let's say it's five years or whatnot yeah. and it's starting to pick up stream it's starting to pick up the SEO the search engine optimization and that's why you're starting to see it like on TMZ and fucking PeopleMagazine.com's blog posts and shit like that is because you know the spam bots are doing its thing doing what basically what it was programmed and paid for when they reached out to the Pilates family because they were you know eventually the redditors they're pretty good at solving mysteries they reach out and they're basically like what do you guys know about this like, do you guys know this is going on with your family restaurant and they were all like what like are you serious like you know that restaurant's been closed down for like a couple of years now we did not know that that was that was even a thing so interesting so like poo poo on that theory yeah, yeah kind of a poo poo on that theory because you know 
Unless they're just really bad with their bills and they're just like, <laughs> they have like their card on like repeat charges or whatever. Yeah, which does happen. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. Shout out to like Rocket Money or whatever that app is. <laughs> we should get sponsored by them. Yeah, there you go. But um, I'll reach out to those guys this week. <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, what is that? Is that your phone or what? Oh, no, that's just Archie playing with his Oh, trunk. I was like, what is that? Um, that sounds pretty nefarious, whatever he's getting into over there. Yeah, witchcraft. But, uh, witchcraft, yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, they were unaware of anything going on with, with, with the spam bots. They were all, you know, which could be a lie as well. Maybe they were trying to drum up interest in it, which doesn't really make sense because the restaurant's already out of business. Why would you try to drum up more interest on a Mm -hmm. dead restaurant at this point? You know, really, I don't understand what the, what the, uh, business idea was, but that was the second most popular theory. Um, the reverse SEO. I don't know if you saw that one. I think yeah. we got the same information from the same site. Uh, but basically, it was reverse SEO. So basically, to cover up bad publicity mm. about their family and restaurant, which, again, I didn't think was going to make any sense. If the restaurant's already out of business, like, why do you care? You know, maybe it's to, you know, to improve the family image or family name. But I guess, I guess the Palaeuses, they were involved in a lot, I guess, a lot of real estate disputes. Mm-hmm. And um, there, I guess there was a house, like a very dilapidated house in Asheville, North Carolina, that, you know, they were having a property dispute. And it was like an eyesore. Like it was, the thing was falling apart. It, the clown was like, or Pennywise, <laughs> the clown was like living under the baseboards and shit. Yeah. And everybody was like complaining, like, hey, get rid of this shit. And basically, like, he was, like, very vocal in the news about, like, we got to get that N-word out of office, uh, Obama. Like, you sound like fucking, who's the Monday Night Football guy? Um, uh, uh, Hank Williams Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's a problem with this country. Troy Aikman. No. <laughs> he keeps it pretty PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for when he drinks so, during the yeah. telecast. But anyways, um, he was just, like, he was blaming everything on Obama, saying, like, we get him out of the Oval Office and so the economy can recover. So... He can sell that house basically to build like, you know, hotels on or whatever. Right. So like he, his their name were like very negatively in the news at that time. And so some people theorize they're like, oh, OK, if they put a bunch of like positive information out there, which is a real thing that, you know, the the search engine optimization will just say like, oh, OK, instead of him being a racist bigot that hates Obama, <laughs> it won't sell this really ugly house it will actually be like, oh, he's responsible for the best key lime pie, the best burgers that make your dick grow, and makes all the women's, you know, vaginas wet. All the uh, pie-gasms you can have, dude. There you go. Um, to tie it into that, the family, I do believe uh, Politis Sr., the dad, Politis, I do think he got involved in a, like, multi-level marketing scheme at one point. Yeah, he did. And that could tie into why he wanted to keep his name clean, because... It is one of those things where you make a lot of enemies when you burn a lot of bridges, you know? Yeah. When it's like, hey, wait a minute, this isn't exactly what you promised me. Like, now I'm in debt with the loan sharks or whatever. Yeah, it was Numis Network or whatever. So it was just one of those, like, early 2000s fucking pyramid scheme motherfucking sites. And he actually owned the domain, the Ozgold.com, which was like a gold broker, one of his business ventures and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, But they actually hosted, like, that multi-level marketing scheme for Numis Network. So, like, he was the one responsible, in a sense, for yeah. that. Yeah, and I actually think that that might be the most, like, I don't want to say logical one, but that one, if of all the theories that we'll talk about today, 
that to me sounds like the most logical. Is like you want to keep your name clean. You know, you kind of brought a lot of mm-hmm. shame to your family. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's put all these like absurd key lime pie things whenever a search engine searches you. You know, yeah, that's yeah. I mean the first thing that happens when they type in like the politest family. And I didn't, I couldn't find any of the reviews on the restaurant necessarily, uh, but the only things I did find was it was just like that. It was very average at best and whatnot and maybe like that was hurting him as well where it's just like my grandma told me i made the best key lime pie god damn it i'm gonna have the best key lime pie whether fucking it's true or not like i'm gonna put that out there in the fucking multiverse and by golly gee that's what it's gonna be kind of thing and maybe that's what it was too yeah um another really popular theory and we kind of hinted at this earlier is that these are like coded communications the coded communications could be something from like somebody requesting assistance from an assassin someone requesting like uh you know sexual favors whatever it is prostitution you know mm-hmm. let your mind wander where the algorithm will let us go to but pizza gate yeah that sort of thing um you know whatever it is but there's a lot of like coded things there that they're like well when he says Coochie's key lime pie, that means like they're requesting something or, you know, the algorithm is, is something. Because this is a time like when the NSA started, like when you, we saw the Freedom of Information Act, you know, come into play. A lot of people were being monitored. Like that was a big fear is mm-hmm. that, you know, the government's watching you. Anything that you're saying, you know, you could be arrested for kind of thing. So that that was running wild. And you did start to see like a lot of coded messages mm-hmm. uh, become prevalent on the Internet and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the things was is too is just like Kuchi, like we we do know that this was a real place, but Kuchi is Jamaican slang for a pot, and it's actually a pot of marijuana. Like that's what they're actually talking about. Mm. And it's funny because it made me let's go off on a tangent a little bit. It made me think of that like '80s song, like "Pass the Dutchie to the Left Hand Side." Great song, by the way. So I had to listen to it like 16 times or whatever yeah, doing yeah. research this uh, topic, but. Yeah, that's basically what they're talking about. Past the Dutchie was actually called Past the Cutchie, uh, which is like past, past well, the weed around or whatever. Right? Th- that song is so. There's a whole like deep dive on that song alone, where it's like, I guess that song is about like cooking something. So like, it's like a f- tradition to like everybody like cook in the same pot. Mm-hmm. So, like the s- song's about like passing a little pot around the house, mm-hmm. but not like marijuana. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Cutchie at the end of the day yeah, is yeah, pot, yeah. but like pot. Pot, yeah, pot, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Tomato, I also tomato. think maybe just because I speak Spanish, but and I said, "What did I say, Coochie?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it does kind of sound like that. I could see how somebody would be like, like that shit. That shit is a uh, pretty uh, sexually suggesting, <laughs> suggestive. You know, like yeah, I could see how you know it 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 would fuck the algorithm up if somebody's typing in the wrong word accidentally. Correct. So even when I sent that text message, I sent it because I did talk to text. I was just like Captain Coochie. <laughs> so it said like Captain Coochie. <laughs> so I was like close enough. I was like I'm not going to correct that. Oh, you you'll get what I'm saying. I was hoping for a lot more Alex Cole, Lisa Ann, and Riley yeah, Reed yeah, on yeah. that one and whatnot. But um <laughs> anyways, yeah, no, but they think like to go down the, you know, the the coded communication uh theory is like kuchi. Oh, obviously they're talking about marijuana. I mean, also too, what kind of poo-poo's on this is that if you're going to sell marijuana online, I mean, 
at the time, this is like when like you know California starts to roll back regulations, rolling on, back prices. Yeah, roll, like just like Walmart. Welcome to Walmart, baby. Yeah. Um, we're rolling back prices every single day, including on your marijuana needs. Yeah. But um, it was already being sold online pretty explicitly. I mean, goddamn, the most popular album at the time was probably Dr. Dre's 2001, which had a fucking digital marijuana leaf on it. So there's no re... It's not like in Reefer Madness times where it's just like, ooh, it's this evil drug kind of thing. So it's just like, there's no real need to codedly sell marijuana online. Yeah, I feel like... I I mean, maybe other drugs might might be a thing. You know, like they're, you know, cocaine, still pretty tough to come by. It is in in key key west florida oh yeah a very yeah a very very like cocaine driven place a lot of ties to like um what's the one place that's right there uh colombia puerto uh, rico ish or whatever cuba Cuba. don't they have a lot of like drug ties i sound like a sound like a fucking lame right now (laughs) i what is like cocaine cowboys like they were all like smuggling drugs from that region or whatever and if this dude had you know he was around from the 1970s holy shit dude i'm watching the bears game and like sometimes i watch this fucking guy i'm watching justin fields and i'm like jesus christ some of the things you do are just like i ain't never seen a bears quarterback do stuff like that the bears are insane if they don't bring this guy back that's my sorry not to go on a tangent there but um uh yeah, I mean, I mean, cocaine. I think would be a like definitely still illegal by today's standards. Oh yeah, and uh, still very illegal to by today's standards. Um, so I could see if someone's just using the you know the key lime pie thing as a cocaine metaphor. You know that might be a little more viable. Um, another one too was it was somebody testing SEO techniques. You know, just sort of bring that term in again. Mm-hmm. SEO stands for search engine optimization. I remember when uh, my cousin, he was actually doing that. Like that was like his main job during like COVID times was that, you know, he would get a business and he would make their presence known online. I believe like Flame and Skewers was one of his clients. And basically he would go on there, you know, post a bunch of hashtags and put a bunch of keywords that would incorporate, yeah. you know, Flaming Skewers. Hey, if you're ever visiting the Bakersfield area, you want some good Mediterranean food. And I'm not being paid to say this. Go try some Flaming Skewers. That shit's Dude, fucking I- delicious. I uh, I had one of their uh, shawarma Shormas? wraps. Oh, oh my, my gosh, shawarma wraps, amazing. Yeah, they're orgasmic. Yeah, um, they made they need my... to lighten up on the salt on the fries. <laughs> but other than that, pretty damn good. Um, you know what? When uh, w- even when we made the like the Art and Jacob Do America website, there's a bunch of SEO stuff in there. So you can type in keywords that people might search. Obviously, like podcasting. I threw in things like Joe Rogan, things like that. Just things that would. You know, popular podcasts, like I want to try to get as much traffic to mm-hmm. that website because there's all these like hidden keywords. There's like a laundry list of keywords that, you know, if someone searches for that, you want to be at least somewhere in the middle that someone might stumble across your, your web page. Um, so, I mean, everybody does that, or at least, you know, smart websites do that. So, mm-hmm. um, I could see how, how that would be a thing for sure. Yeah, and it was just somebody like from the Asheville area and whatnot, and it would explain why the family is claiming like they don't know anything about this, or it'd be like, oh, okay, like, I'm from the Asheville area. I know about this former business. It's out of business now. 
uh, let me see if I can drum up interest in this place that doesn't have any traffic going into it. Let me test all these keywords on all these random sites to see if I can populate something. So that way, when I actually, you know, go go promote flame and skewers in Bakersfield, California, I know what techniques to use mm-hmm. to make their presence more known on the internet. So it could be something like that. Yeah. No. I. I. That's actually a really possible one. Especially since they're testing it on a dead restaurant. Mm-hmm. See, I would say that's a successful experiment at that yeah. point because <laughs> they definitely did their job. Of podcasts are covering this, like, you know, last one was in 2016. So, what is that, like seven, eight years ago? Yeah. So, like, yeah, that doesn't feel like that long ago. But yeah, seven years ago, yeah. we're almost there. We're almost there at the decade mark. Possibly might have a third and a different president. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, another one was is that it was an ARG game, so like yeah. something like Cicada three three zero one, but which were really popular around this time period. Yeah, by the way. yeah. So I could definitely see that happening. But what was the payoff though? Yeah, I, the problem is what is the payoff, and then the other one is like, where's step two? Like, where do you go? Yeah, because it's like, haha, interesting. We can do a topic or a YouTube video about it, and there were tons of that, like YouTube videos, in the time period. But then where do you go? Because, like, you know, besides creating, like, subreddits and, like, you know, all these Reddit communities where people are talking about this, there's not a lot to go with. It's too much anonymity you know, is the problem. And even in the Reddit, like, the re- unless you, like, reveal who you are on the other Reddits, the community is pretty, like, an echo chamber of, like, ideas. And I think that's why you're kind of limited on, like, these... ARGs, is this a spam bot? Is this just a troll? Which the next one is really troll. Is this a troll? And that's the thing that is the most interesting. Is this a troll? Is probably the most likely. But at the same time, it's like that is fucking commitment. Like <laughs> that is like commitment to a joke that like isn't even that funny. Yeah. And that is where you're just like And you're pretty much just making yourself laugh at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how much fucking time like imagine like and I could see how that, that would be a thing, uh, where it's like, Oh my god, the bears just fucking blew a fucking running back screen. Um <laughs> but uh but anyways uh, aren't doing two things at once here. Yeah, I'm trying to keep an eye on one side and the other one over here. But um yeah, that's that's a lot of commitment to uh to a joke. And especially if you're getting no payoff, like mm-hmm. nobody ever knows your name. You eventually evolve the joke to involve these like Hollywood characters, the Benny Gambini character. And it's like, you know, it's one just judging by the, the movies that the, the movies, the characters, everything that is, this is an older person. It right. has to be an older person. At this point, you have to be in your, your uh, 40s to mid 40s, if not 50s. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so this is somebody in that age group, maybe somebody, we, as we mentioned before, somebody on the spectrum that is just willing to like devote hours and hours to, to this gag that's not really going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Very possible. Yeah. And what would be the payoff at all? You know, and it's just like, or what would be the motivation I should say to keep on doing this? Cause like somebody did like the math uh, between 2009 and 2016, you mentioned the number like 1,400 posts, and mm-hmm. I guess they've cataloged over 700 posts and whatnot because there's some sites that aren't you know up and running anymore, so you have mm-hmm. to use the Wayback Machine to get them and whatnot. Uh, but there's definitely 700 plus, and you know that's where you get like the thought process of like, oh, maybe it's a bot. 
But if somebody just makes one post a day, it's totally doable kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, But even then, it's just like, oh, I got fucking New Year's Eve today. Like, am I going to have time to post this or whatnot? Or I got to go to fucking take the kids to Disneyland and shit. Like, where am I going to have the time to, you know, make that, you know, key lime pie post today kind of thing? Uh, but it's still doable. It's something you can do and whatnot, right? Yeah. And it, may, it goes back to that question of what's the motivation? And this is where I kind like, I have two theories. And this is one of the prevailing theories is maybe it's just somebody that just has a mental illness mm-hmm. and a lot of Redditors, you know, a lot of uh, internet salutes who talk to residents of the Asheville, North um, Carolina, you know, area who would visit Coochie's like the actual real Coochie said like that there was actually somebody that they don't know if he was actually a worker or just somebody that was just like hanging around the restaurant who was a little bit on the spectrum and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned like, you know, he had like an obsession with Anita um, uh, Perez and it, it's very possible that yeah it was somebody that was on the spectrum a little bit who obsessed about the place maybe he was his go-to dish was the cheeseburgers with a side of key lime pie and it went out of business he no longer had a place to hang out at the internet is full of people you know just throwing their thoughts out on the internet and maybe that was like his way of keeping his routine alive Mm-hmm. And it kind of like went down a darker hole, you know, like with the whole more pornographic stuff that, you know, started to pop up like in 2013. And yeah. then once he found out people were talking about him, that's why he pulled back kind of thing. Yeah, no, um, I I think that that is a huge possibility, quite honest with you. That's that it is some kind of like mentally ill person. And and when you look at the the Web page that I was looking at, it it. It talks about that a few times. It also brings up that um, Oswald Politis uh, Sr., I believe, was starting to develop, like, health issues. Some people think that maybe he had, like, Alzheimer's that he was starting to develop, and maybe that was him going online and posting nonstop, like, you know, just more of a going down memory lane and, you know, couldn't remember how many times he had posted in in one day maybe that was him that was kind of one of the theories that was going around um but i think that the 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 you know autistic person or mentally ill person very 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 possible yeah and a lot of people think too that like these were like made up characters so like the you know people that they kept mentioning is the Oswald Peleus Jr mm-hmm. as well as Anita Perez and the big proponents of this um, said that, you know, there was actually a book um, where they mentioned a Mark Peleus, who was a retired chief of naval research, who was also called Captain Kutchie. Uh, and within this book, uh, there was an Anita Jones. So there you go. Get the Peleus and Anita um, mm-hmm. figures in there, who was actually his director of defense from 93 to 97 and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. And they say it kind of ties back into like, OK, maybe is it like military coded military communication and whatnot? And, you know, there's a whole rabbit hole of that. You know, it's just like the government's way of communicating on how to fight terror, you know, through talking about key lime pie and shit. Uh, but what it all boils down to is like, no, Oswald. Carlos Cucci Peleas Jr. was a real person, uh, born July 1st, 1953, uh, who actually died not too long ago, about one year ago, April 3rd of last year, 2022, uh, was actually married to an Anita Perez. Um, these was real people, and his, his actual you know nickname was Cucci. Um, 
he actually did own, you know, the uh, that bar and grill, um, Captain Cutchie's Key West bar and grill kind of thing. And so these were like real people. And that's why I lean more into like maybe it was a mentally ill uh, person who just had a nostalgia for that place because mm-hmm. it was described in um, Oswald's obituary that for three decades, uh, Captain Cutchie's was the place to be kind of thing. And maybe that person, like once it went out of business, like there was like a hole in his soul for this place kind of thing. Um, but the one that I think that I'm landing more hardly on, because like this is just conjecture. All of that is just conjecture. But we do what we do know is is this all of these posts consistently have a lot of SEO language. Anybody that deals with you know promoting a website or promoting a podcast recognize this right off the top. You're trying to sell something. You're trying to drum up interest on the internet with these posts. It has all of the correct language for this. And the theory that it's just like, okay, let's test out what works online for a dead business. So that way when I incorporate it to talk about Flaming Skewers Mediterranean Restaurant <laughs> in Bakersfield, California, when I do that, I know what to do correctly without wasting my time when I'm actually getting paid for it kind of thing. And mm-hmm. that's where I kind of land on it. Sorry, Redditors. I don't think it's, you know, somebody selling drugs or, you know, human trafficking or whatnot. I don't even think maybe it could be a mentally ill person, but we just don't know. That's that's just a conjected mystery man at that point. I think the SEO theory is pretty interesting. I I do think that if somebody's testing a new algorithm that they want to put out, kind of a spam bot slash SEO algorithm where they're like, hey, let's see if we can drum up interest in a business like this. And that's phase one. And phase two is when the trolls take over. So Mm -hmm. I do think that if it's... I think it's probably those two things back to back. I 100% agree SEO, with you. SEO, you know, spam bot to drum up interest, trolls catch wind of this and basically take over and Correct. and create their own thing. And there is a, a huge difference, you know, when the characteristics change and it's more like Benny, Benny Gambini and all this stuff and it becomes way more sexual. Um, I, I, in my opinion, that is probably what happened if yeah. i had to if i had to if i was a betting man that's what i would bet on that it's two different two different cases that we're seeing here yeah and um if you want to do your own research i mean obviously there's a subreddit uh, art and i it sounds like we did the same research off of the same page yeah uh, it's called everything that you need to know about captain cookies i actually just printed out the website yeah the website? it's called agora roads <laughs> yeah. macintosh cafe yeah. or whatever i mean you can go there uh, but there's actually if you just want to see some of the posts or whatever uh, somebody cataloged every single one of the posts uh, to an instagram and it shows like a a, a picture of a, a piece of key lime pie uh-huh. and then it actually and i'll show the camera right here and it's Kuchi uh, Peleus <laughs> is the Instagram handle. Uh-huh. And um, under each picture is like an actual post. Uh, for example, I tried the Captain Kuchi's key lime pies and those piegasms healed my symptoms within the first four weeks. I highly recommend Captain Kuchi's key lime pies for anything that ails you. They're great. Kobe Bryant may be retiring from basketball, but Captain <laughs> Kuchi's is still has his pie is still his pie of choice. Can't get enough of that key lime pie. Key lime pie. Key lime pie. Can't get enough of that key lime pie or I'll just cry until I die. I don't know why I just love my key lime pies. This key lime pie is for old friend, the late, great 
Meadow Lark Lemon. R.I.P. Old buddy, keep spinning those pies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this key lime pie goes out to our other buddy, Glenn Fry. You know, from the Eagles, uh, rock and roll he- up in rock and roll heaven just keeps filling up. So, Glenn, take it easy, buddy. Or as you always said, you'll always take it anyway. You can get it. That Captain Coochie Peleus of Coocheritaville over in <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina, sure enough, is one wild and crazy guy, to reference uh, 70s night, uh, Saturday Night Live reference. All of the women are so wild about him and his famous cheeseburgers and key lime pies, hellaciously fantastic, tender, and delicious prime ribs and prime steaks, drop-off-the-bones barbecue ribs, pulled pork and beef brisket. His drop-dead gorgeous wife, Anita, together in their historic key lime pie factory and grill where the smiles and ovens are always warm and friendly, inviting you to spend a little time resting and enjoying your time in their little Key West Island near the Biltmore Estate. Yeah. Yeah. So in a nutshell, that's what this whole podcast is about. Yeah. Fucking Fucking posts like that. Weird fucking posts that don't sound like a... It does sound like an old person. I will say that. Mm -hmm. If it is is a spam bot algorithm type of thing, like, it does sound like an old person. Um... so I could see why people were like the more as you were reading that, you know, there's like a Margarita Bill reference and all this stuff, like, like the Eagles. Uh, yeah, it's like definitely somebody that was young and hip in like the '70s, I guess, and like, you know, that politest guy probably was young and hip in the '70s when his restaurant was popping. Yeah. So if it is the theory of him developing like Alzheimer's and starting going going down memory lane every time he posts it, possibly, hey, maybe, maybe he thinks his restaurant's still open. He's trying to drum up interest for a dead restaurant. Maybe. So I don't know. I, it is honestly the theories are all over the place, and I think. Every single theory makes a little bit of sense. Like, you know, even the ones that are like, oh, it's a fucking assassin black market type of thing. (laughs) It's like, you know, I can't say no 100%, but it is the least likely of all of them. Like, I don't think that that's, you know, I don't think that would be that open and like internet trolls would find it that easily. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one. I did want to. I've been wanting to cover this one for a long time, just because it's. I like those original, like OG, internet mysteries from from like the early to mid two thousands. Before people crept in and made the internet corporate. Before they made it all like everything's conservative, everything online, every mystery is like the Obamas are trying to put gay frogs in our coffee, and it's like, oh man, yeah. Michelle Obama's trying to starve our kids by feeding them carrots and celery in school. Michelle Obama's on 2020 trying to tell me what her book of the month is or something like, you yeah. know. With her know. gigantic penis. Yeah. Yeah, there was that Michelle Obama's a man theory for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Obama bangs boys in his turban in the white, in the in the Lincoln bedroom and shit. Yeah. Do you remember that video of, um, of, uh, what's his name? The guy that was running for president against Obama. Oh, um, John Kerry? No, not John Kerry. Oh, uh, um, John McCain. John McCain. Yeah, and like some like old lady goes up to him and is like, "I heard Barack Obama is a Muslim," and like, and she's like all senile looking. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, that's that's when like 
fucking the internet was good, bro. Like that's before. <laughs> and he just kind of like very politely corrects her. He's like, no, ma'am, no, no. He's just a man that we have some differences on how the country should be ran. Yeah. But he's a good man. He's a good Christian man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, what happened to that America, dude? Rest in peace. Because now we, can you imagine if somebody said that to Trump now or like Rondo Santis? Oh, he would take that and run with it and like talk about how like they're trying to muscify our country. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah yeah so anyways that's captain coochie's captain coochie's <laughs> key lime pie captain coochie's yeah sorry there's no lisa ann ref no lisa ann to be not, found not enough lisa ann in this episode yeah i apologize everybody or not who knows but that's <laughs> it art you got anything else brother that's it tell your mommy boo boo too shout out to jackman shout out to warren yeah so if you got anything else you want to add to this or you want to share your stories about reading the reviews from captain coochie's key lime pie hit us up on all the social medias at art and jacob do america except for twitter or x or whatever it's called now uh at art and jacob do a one because goddamn son sometimes that's just how a steak is done yes i know jesus gutierrez and axel you guys cook delicious you know, barbecue steaks that don't need any hot sauce. Maybe put a little bit too much butter on that. I don't know. That shit will give me the scorch or whatever, right? But you don't need hot. You might not need A1 sauce on that, but a lot of people cook their steaks like shit. So sometimes you need a little bit of A1 sauce in your life. So chef's kicks to both of you. But anyways, if you want to help support this podcast, you can send us some steaks or some key lime pie our way. Who knows? Uh, but guys, we highly recommend and prefer head on over to patreon.com slash do america where every single week we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure so if you like us here you'll love us over there we're a little bit more loosey-goosey over there a little bit funnier more a little bit more heartfelt as well uh but head on over there that supports the podcast directly helps keep this dog and pony show alive um and also you'll get a bonus episode every single week uh, and if you want to support this podcast in any other way guys uh head on over to the website rnjacobdoamerica.com follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up for your purchasing pleasure and that's not so much to help us monetarily as we probably see a couple cents from every purchase made over there, but it goes a long way in helping promote this podcast. So instead of going and, um, you know, using flexing all your SEO knowledge, you know, on the Instagrams <laughs> or X or any other social media outlet or TMZ.com or PeopleMagazine.com, instead of doing all that bullshit, guys, just wear an Art and Jacob Do American t-shirt. Maybe you're out watching a movie. Maybe you're actually going to Margaritaville. Mm. At City Walk or whatever, right? Go to the real place or whatever. And you're wearing an Orange Jacob Do America t-shirt. I don't know if they sell key lime pie at Margaritaville, but order a key lime pie at Margaritaville. Wear an Orange Jacob Do America t-shirt. Maybe somebody will see that shit, listen to our podcast, become a fan, subscribe to the Patreon, increase our listenership, help us continue this show. <laughs> it helps us tremendously because you are a walking billboard, if you will. Who's the guy that wrote Margaritaville? Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that restaurant actually, Margaritaville at City Walk is actually really good. Where? Oh, it's City Walk and Universal Studios. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. He's dead now, so it might go away. So I don't know yeah. how their the probate process for the the Buffett Dude, family works. But no offense, I know you like Universal Studios, but that would be at Universal Studios. There is also a um, uh, what's the movie that you like? Uh, fuck, Forrest Gump restaurant. Bubba Gump's. Bubba Gump's. There's also a Bubba Gump's restaurant. Yeah, there is. I love that place. Yeah. I don't care yeah, what you say. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, that is very, like, Margarita Bill, you know, shout out to uh, Jimmy Buffett fans and, like, everyone dealing with alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere yeah. or whatever. They, yeah. sell that, they, have, they sell that in the gift shop, too. Yeah. But anyways, guys, 
you want to hear other great podcasts, we are official members of the Podbelly Network, so go ahead and check out other great podcasts that are also members of the Podbelly Network, such as our boys over at the World Famous Sofa King Podcast, Hillbilly Horror Stories, Robots for Eyes, and Paranormal Punchers. But with that said, guys, I'm done. It's time to convince my girlfriend to stay home for New Year's Eve instead of going out and risking our lives with all the drunks and bullshit shenanigans. Happy New Year's. You probably gave me a listen to this. Well, Happy New Year's to you as well. But, you know, anyone listening to this, you're probably not going to hear this till next year. More than likely. So, uh, or, you know, in a couple of hours, or really. (laughs) Next year. Probably next year. It'll probably be too late, but still Happy New Year's, you know. You got another 365 more days of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I just... Still grinding through. Yeah. But anyways, guys, goodbye and good night.